0: In Miles v. Craighead County, Arkansas, 2022, Arc Act 105, the Arkansas Court of Appeals reversed an order that dismissed a complaint in an illegal exaction claim against the county arising from alleged unauthorized criminal fee assessments and collections. Judge Barrett wrote, Appellant Christopher Miles filed an illegal exaction case on his behalf and on behalf of other similarly situated persons on December 8, 2012 against Craighead County and the Craighead County Sheriff for payment of certain costs and fees that were assessed and collected in criminal cases but not authorized by law. The Craighead County Circuit Court refused to hold the assessment of the subject fees constituted an illegal exaction that the fees and costs paid were made voluntarily and that funds were not available, and it dismissed the case with prejudice. From that order comes this appeal. We hold that the assessment and collection of fees and costs, not authorized by law, does constitute an illegal exaction and that the fees were not voluntarily paid. Therefore, we reverse and remand. On October 1, 2010, Mr. Miles was stopped by the Craighead County Sheriff's Department on a traffic offense and charged with possession of a controlled substance, methamphetamine, possession of drug paraphernalia with intent to use, driving while license canceled, suspended, or revoked, and running a stop sign. He entered a plea agreement for a 36 month probated sentence and was ordered to pay cost and fines in the total amount of $731. On December 8, 2012, Mr. Miles filed a complaint on his behalf and on the behalf of similarly situated persons alleging that the payment of certain costs and fees above the $150 allowed by statute was an illegal exaction. On July 21, 2016, the Circuit Court issued an initial order enjoining the prospective imposition of two fees, an $86 sheriff's fee, and a $100 fee for lower court costs. It also declared that the fees were illegal exactions. The circuit court stated that it would have another hearing to determine class action status or whether class action certification was needed in an illegal exaction case. On February 8, 2017, The circuit court entered an order reiterating that this was an illegal exaction case and holding that fees paid before the filing of the complaint were voluntary and a refund of the fees was not available. Fees paid following the filing of the complaint in this case were presumed to be involuntary and persons who paid them might potentially be due a refund. Whether individuals' refunds were available depended on the circumstances surrounding the payment as well as whether the individual wished to seek a refund notice was ordered to be issued informing potential claimants of the nature of the proceeding and that they might be entitled to a refund of the fee paid end of quote the additional fees were illegal exactions quote mr miles argues that the circuit court erred in its refusal to find an illegal exaction case we agree Here, the public funds were generated from criminal fees and cost of court that were in excess of those authorized by statute, which constitutes an illegal tax. In refusing to hold that this matter was an illegal exaction case, the circuit court stated in its May 4, 2020 order that the finding that the fees challenged in this case were beyond the statutory authority is not the end of the analysis. The Circuit Court went on to cite Mr. Miles' failure to sue any party involved in the levy of the subject fees. However, the Circuit Court found in its July 21, 2016 order that the fees were not authorized by statute, that the sheriff did not receive the fee that was titled Sheriff's Fee, and the funds generated by the sheriff fee were placed in the Craighead County General Fund. It is clear that Craighead County was a recipient of the fees generated was the party expending the funds, and therefore was a properly named party. We find this to be an illegal exaction case, the proper party has been named, and the circuit court's dismissal of the illegal exaction case was an error. End of quote. Payments of the additional fees were not voluntary. Quote, mister Miles next argues that the fees and costs paid were not voluntary. We agree. Voluntary fees are not subject to an illegal exaction suit. When payments are made involuntarily, the money should be returned to the accused persons who paid. An individual who is under arrest and pays an illegal fine or cost under the compulsion of that arrest is entitled to recover it in an action instituted for that purpose. We do not agree with the Craighead County's argument that Mr. Miles negotiated the fees and cost of court when he negotiated the terms of his plea agreement. A criminal defendant wishing to accept a plea agreement is faced with either paying the fees assessed by the court or with a trial and the possibility of a much harsher punishment, including jail or prison confinement. Those criminal defendants who were convicted after trial were assessed the same fees. The Supreme Court has held that payments can be rendered involuntary when made under coercion or some actual or threatened exercise of power possessed by the party exacting or receiving payment over the person or property from which the latter has not reasonable means of immediate relief except by making payment. End of quote. The Court of Appeals rejected arguments that this lawsuit was an impermissible collateral attack on defendant's conviction. Quote, Finally, the circuit court held that Mr. Miles' illegal exaction suit was an unallowable collateral attack on his underlying criminal sentence. The circuit court stated that Mr. Miles should have directly appealed his criminal conviction in order to obtain relief or filed a motion to retax the illegal costs. We disagree. The general rule is that a defendant who does not appeal a criminal conviction must be barred from collaterally attacking a judgment. Although Mr. Miles and similarly situated persons had other remedies available to them, such as filing a Rule 37 motion or a motion to retax the illegal costs and fees, they also have a remedy in equity. These remedies are not mutually exclusive. An illegal exaction suit is a remedy conferred by the Arkansas Constitution and cannot be taken away. Under Article 16, Section 13 of the Arkansas Constitution, Any citizen of any county, city, or town may institute suit, on behalf of himself and all others interested, to protect the inhabitants thereof against the enforcement of any illegal exactions, whatever. The illegal fees, including the $86 sheriff's fee and the $100 fee for lower court costs, were illegal exactions that any citizen of the county, on behalf of himself or all others interested, may institute to protect the citizens of Craighead County from illegal exactions. End of quote. The majority opinion was joined by Justice Gladwin, Verdon, and Whitaker. Judge Brown, who was joined by Judge Abramson, dissented, quote, Had this not been an impermissible collateral attack, I would still hold that the Circuit Court did not clearly err by dismissing the appellant's case. The Circuit Court found in an earlier order that the additional fees were assessed in violation of the statute and that they amounted to illegal exactions as it pertained to appellant. However, the Circuit Court found that appellant and others similarly situated were not entitled to any refunds because appellant failed to show that the fees were paid involuntarily. We have consistently followed the common law rule that prohibits the recovery of voluntarily paid taxes. An exception to the voluntary payment rule may be sustained if the payments were made under coercion. In an earlier order, the Circuit Court found that the taxes paid before the filing of the suit were voluntary and those paid after the suit's commencement were presumed to be involuntary. However, in the final order... The circuit court specifically found that the appellant failed to show that he and others similarly situated did not pay the fees involuntarily. I cannot say that this was error. Appellant negotiated a plea of guilty in his criminal case, and in exchange, criminal charges were noprost. He received a three-year suspended sentence and was ordered to pay certain fines and costs. There are safeguards in place that would have required appellant to represent to the court at that time of the agreement, that he voluntarily entered into the agreement and that the agreement was not a result of coercion. This would have also been the case for others similarly situated. Given these facts as presented in this case, I hold that the circuit court did not err when it found that appellant failed to prove that the payments by him and others similarly situated were not made voluntarily. End of quote. End of decision.